Good morning, International Christian Fellowship Online Campus and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. We, it is an honor. It is an honor to be here in Rome, Italy, a beautiful place in, in all of the world. And I, this is, I think, my, probably uh, my third time <laughs> being here uh, with ICF Rome. Uh, we have an amazing team. Uh, there's actually 12 of us. Uh, <clears throat> we, uh, basically all 11 that came with us here to Rome, said, you know what? I want to give God everything. I want to give God a whole week. These guys, you know, but, uh, they, they, they had vacation, right? So they took some of their vacation to come here to be with you. Now, your theme, your theme uh, this year, <clears throat> your theme this year is living proof. I can honestly say that my team that is here with me, they are living proof of his presence, of his anointing to be here today. But as I look across this room as well, people from all over, from different nations, this, my friends, this is a picture of heaven. This right here, as we look across this room, this is a picture of heaven. And there's going to be more people in here at the second service. There's also people online. So it's amazing. God is wanting us in our lives to be living proof, not just in here, but also outside of these doors here in Rome, in the United States, or whatever nation you come from, God has called us. Believers, those that have accepted him as their Lord and Savior, you are called. Everybody say called. You are called to be living proof. This right here, these guys here, that's living proof to say, you know what? God, I submit to your plan. I submit to your purpose. I submit to your will. I'm not just going to live for you right here, but I'm going to live for you out there. There's a bracelet I wear, and this is actually the first time I've taken it off. 
But Pastor Jen and Pastor Rick made these bracelets that says, God's got this. And on the back, it says Italy. And I, I chose red because red is my favorite all-time color. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Some people don't like red, but I love red. Jesus bled red. Amen. <laughs> but God's got this. I, I believe somebody in this room right now, depending on what season you're in, because we all, we all will walk through seasons of life, and some of you are in different seasons right now. Some of you may have gotten a bad report from a doctor. Maybe your marriage is in shambles. Maybe you, there's, a, there's a healing that you need. Maybe it's mentally. Maybe it's emotionally. Whatever the case may, may be, God is wanting to, you to know. And this is a reminder to me each and every day that I wake up until the time I go to bed at night. The simple words that says, God's got this. So I know and I am comforted in knowing that whatever season that I walk through, and just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I don't walk through seasons. Because I, these last, uh, this last year has been a tough season in my life personally. But when I look down at this bracelet, I know that my God cares about every season and every detail in my life. Why? Because he created me into his image. So therefore, since I'm in his image, he cares about me. But not only does he care about me, but he cares about you. And he cares about your situation. He cares about your needs. So I want to let you know that God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you. Amen? None of that was in my notes, so that was all free. But I, just the theme, that when Pastor Jen sent me the theme, living proof. I believe that in order to be living proof, today I want to talk to you about, he says, I, that you are his. Right? Each one of you in this room and those in your family and those in your nations, God created all of us. But see, God gives us, each and every one of us, a choice on whom we will serve, on whom we will accept. But in order to be living proof, we have to love God with our whole life. Today, I wanna, I'm going to try to stick uh, uh, close to my notes because sometimes I'll, I'll go on some rabbit trail. So I, I know I want to I stick close, but I know that God is going to speak to somebody in this room and online. I believe today. Romans 12, 1 says, and this is what y'all think, one of your theme verses. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living proof, right? Sacri actually, it says sacrifices, but it's living proof, right? And live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. See, worship is more than singing. Worship is more than dancing. Worship with your life, being living proof, is meeting needs in your community. This week, we, 
we get the opportunity to do some outreach at a coffee shops. Why is that important? It's more than just coffee. It's expressing our love to our Savior, to somebody that may not know that he loves them. So I and you, we want to be in your community to let people know in Rome that Jesus Christ died for them, not just people in America, not just people in in, in different sections of the world, but each and every one of us. My God died for each and every one of us. He sacrificed. You're talking about living proof. That was the ultimate proof. Now, we don't have to be on a cross But we do have to sacrifice our life each and every day for our creator. Psalms 27, 13 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I want everybody to say, I am his. On June 10th, 2000, I made a lifelong commitment to my wife, Jenny, of now almost 23 years come June. At that altar, I told my wife that I am yours You are mine, but first, we are his. As a young boy, I stood at another altar and gave my life completely to Jesus. I said, whatever your plan and purpose is for me, I want to do it. Father, I am yours, and you are mine. See, when we remain in him, he remains in us. See, my commitment to Jesus is very important in my commitment to my wife, to my kids, and to my community, and anybody else that that I come across. See, our vertical relationship, everybody say vertical. Our vertical relationship with Jesus will impact all of our horizontal relationships. See, when you're devoted to God, Your vertical relationship happens each and every day in your devotion, in your quiet time, as you meet needs, whatever the case may be. But our relationship here, we have to be devoted to the Father in order to be devoted to others. See, loving Him well will be proof that we are His to those around us. Living proof is how we love Jesus with our whole being. In all seasons of life, we do not take any time off. See, God don't take time off. And if we're creating his image, and if we are living in him, he has not called us to take any time off. Now, maybe from work, but this is a living for him. It's ministry. It's kingdom work. It's being kingdom-minded. See, to love Jesus with our whole being, it requires us to love him at all times. And also... It requires us to love insiders. See, Jesus modeled this amazingly. He loved his disciples. He spent time and devoted his time to his disciples each and every day. God has called us to love insiders in in, in this room, those that you serve with. Right, those who you volunteer with, those that you sing and dance with here on the stage and in this room. God is calling you to love insiders. He's learning how to truly love those God has put around us, especially believers. We should not be bickering with each other. We should not be mad at each other. We should love each other. Amen? Amen. Also, God has called us to love outsiders. Learning how to truly love those God is drawing near to us. See, those outside the kingdom who might be reached 
And I put right here in Rome. God is calling, but are we listening? God is wanting you to do something, but are you listening? See, knowing uh, how to listen is knowing how to be devoted to Him. If you're not devoted to Him, if you're not spending time with Him, you're not going to hear Him. But He's wanting us to love insiders. He's wanting us to love outsiders. He's also, and this is hard, to love your enemies. Come on, somebody. Do I have anybody in this room right now? Love your enemies. How to truly love those who hate us, who oppose us, who attack us, who believe differently from us, and who represent everything that we oppose. Living proof is Matthew 22, 37, 38. The greatest commandment of all time, the greatest thing that the Lord has said and has, has commanded us to do is when asked, what was the greatest commandment? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Everybody say heart. Love the uh, Lord with all of your soul. And love the Lord with all of your mind. See, when I gave at that altar, when I gave Jesus my everything, I gave him my heart, I gave him my mind, and I gave him my soul. I gave him my speech. I gave him everything about my makeup. I said, God, I dedicate this to you. See, I want to to draw your attention to the word all. It's just the whole of one's energy or interest. See, giving their all for what they believe. So if I believe in Jesus, how many believes in Jesus in this room? Well, then if you believe in Jesus, it's not only believing, but it's proclaiming what he's done for you. So in in order to be living proof, we have to testify. We have to proclaim his message. See, it takes intentionality. See, at Church Alive, our, our mission statement is to be intentional in communicating the message of Jesus Christ and intentional in encouraging others to join us on the journey. We, as believers, we have to be intentional in that message. 1 John 4, 19 says, we love him because he first loved us. He loves you. He loved you before you're even created. He knew your name before you're even created. Love. Well, see, love was a very important topic in the Bible. It was mentioned, it's mentioned over 500 times. See, it's not an occasional gesture, but an obvious aspect of character. So if we're in his image, and if we're going to live in his image and be about God, then we have to be living proof, and we have to love each and every person. Now, we may not agree with how they, the, what they believe in, but we love them. There's a lot of people that I don't agree with the lifestyles, but I love them. They might not think I love them, but I love them. I just don't agree with their decisions, right? You, can, you, can, you don't have to agree to love, Right? That's living proof, guys. Everybody say living proof. That is living proof that we are his. Love was the perfect characteristic of God. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life. I'm excited about eternal life with Jesus. 
But you know what? I don't have to wait to go to heaven because I can experience heaven right here. Amen? I need somebody to get excited with me. See, when I think about somebody that was devoted to God, and when I read Scripture, there's many that was devoted to God, but when I really dive deep and, and I really think about a person that really has inspired me is Daniel. And I encourage you to read the book of Daniel. I'm not reading the book of Daniel today, but I just want to point out a couple of things about Daniel because Daniel, each and every day, he was devoted to God. <clears throat> uh, Daniel loved God. Daniel had a passion and a drive to get close to God each and every day. A king or people or circumstances did not get in the way of Daniel being devoted to God. He operated in the design of God. Every one of us were designed by God. Every one of us in this room, you were designed. You're the perfect blueprint of his creation. He operated. So regardless of circumstances, he stayed faithful and obedient. God is calling us to be obedient. If you're a believer in this house, God is calling you to be obedient. God is calling you to rise for such a time as this to make sure that nobody in Rome goes to hell. Thank you for those four. Even in the lion's den, he knew that God would rescue him. Some of you in this room, some of you online, Maybe you feel like you're in a lion's den. Maybe if you feel like the world is crashing in. Maybe you feel like there is no hope. Today, I'm standing here flying all the way from North Carolina to let you know that God has got you. God loves you. God is with you. God is for you. I don't care what all the pundits, I don't care what anybody in that world says. If it goes against the word of God, it is not true. God is for you. He loves you, and he, and he is with you today. Loving God was priority in his life. And he lived his life as living proof. See, loving Jesus is a part of that perfect design and the perfect plan that God created us for. But being created in his image means our life is full of love, and that he has the perfect plan and purpose for us. We also have hope in him at all times. See, no matter the season, Jesus loves you wherever you are. Whatever season that you're in, Jesus loves you. And he wants you to know to not give up. Don't throw the towel in. Keep fighting. Keep pressing on because you were called for this day. To be in Rome. Because there's people in Rome that need to know that Jesus loves them. Amen. I'm going to get excited in a minute. So we got Daniel, right? Daniel pursued God. There's another person that pursued God, but her life was an absolute mess. Can I tell you that when I came to God that my life was not perfect? Each and every one of us in this room and online, our life has been a mess. Maybe your life's a mess right now. But he doesn't ask us to be perfect to come to him. All he asks us to do is submit our life to him. These, these people today, 
They submitted a life to him. They said, God, I'm, I'm not turning back. Because what's back here, I don't need. But what I do need is what's ahead of me. I know that you're perfect, God. I know, God, that you're holy. God, I know that you're righteous. And I need your love. I need your purpose. I need that plan. In Luke 7, 36 through 47, I, I do want to read this. It's very important. There was a woman full of sin that gave everything she had. Even though her life's a mess, one thing that she did do was she believed and she had faith. See, God says those who have faith as small as a mustard seed could move mountains. There was a mountain in her life that needed to be moved. But all she needed to do was get to the feet of Jesus and everything would be okay. And there was nothing that was going to stop her from approaching the feet of Jesus. I want to read this, 30, verse 36 through, through 47, I'll, I'll read fast. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a simple life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster box of perfume, very expensive perfume, might I say. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who was touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner." Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love, love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven, little loves little. See, I'm not sure how far this lady traveled to get to Jesus. But what I do know is there wasn't anything or anyone that would stop her from getting to that point. She came seeking Jesus. She came withholding nothing. She came in faith. She believed. And you know what? She risked rejection. I don't care if I'm rejected from this day out. One thing I do know is that I'm going to stand on the word of God because the word says I will never return void. It's all about him. She was intent on giving her best. She did not leave the way she came in. She came in broken, but she walked out whole. She came in bound up in sin, but walked out with salvation. She walked out with forgiveness. She walked out with peace, and she walked out with a story. Each and every one of us have a story. When we truly love God, it overrides fear and allows us to walk by faith to see the unexpected. Requirements of us is loving God. It's pushing back our past, beyond our past. It, loving God requires breaking out beyond fear of man. 
Loving God requires lowering ourselves, meaning humbling ourselves. This lady humbled herself. She gave all. Even all the, uh, the expensive perfume was given all to Jesus. Everything. God requires everything in our life. Loving God requires pouring out everything in our life. Living proof is to love God with all of your heart. And I'm going to close in just a minute. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. When you do good, it comes from your heart. When you do bad things, it comes from your heart. What is in our heart, our mouth will speak. And it's going to speak life or death. Right? See, we get to make choices in our lives that affect what the heart looks like. Physically and spiritually. What we're eating will eventually affect our heart. And, and what you're not doing or you're doing for God affects your heart. In the spiritual realm, our hearts have to align with the heart of God in order to have life in Him. In both realms, your heart is important to life. See, in the physical, the heart gives life. It beats, it pumps blood to our brain and throughout our body for function. So the heart is very, very important. Living proof is to love God with all of your soul. Our soul is the essence of who we are. Our soul holds our passions. It holds our hunger. It holds our perceptions and our consciousness. Psalms 62, 1 through 2, 1 and 2. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Our soul, our inner man was designed to hunger and thirst for the things of God. Many people have little appetite for eternity because they have little invested there. God has called us to make investments, not in Wall Street. That's okay. Not happy right now. But things that go way beyond that is when we make investments in this room, when we make investments outside of this room for the kingdom of God, at the end of the day, that's what matters. Because each and every one of us will come before our God and he's going to ask us, did we love him? We were created to make those investments, to love people, to share your story, to share the gospel. Psalm 34, uh, 8 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. And I'm about to close. Living proof is to love God with all of your mind. See, the mind, Proverbs 3, 5 tells us that we are not to lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. See, the mind, the intellect, is at, is at its finest when it considers God. A person who has no control of their thoughts has little ability to love God with their mind. <clears throat> the battle in the mind is to love God with your intellect. Okay? See, this word of God, it's not true because it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible because it's true. 
I'll say that again. The Word of God is not true because it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible because it's true. From Genesis 1 to Revelation 21, it's all true. It brings life, healing, strength, hope, insight. It brings purpose. It brings clarity. And we need every piece of the Word. It brings life to our heart. It brings life to our soul. And it brings life to our mind. When He transforms us from the inside out, and I believe that's what He's doing to somebody today in this room and online. I believe there's a transformation happening from the inside out. We start loving Jesus with everything that He has created us to be. See, living proof means I am His. Living proof means you are His. Living proof means He is our Adonai. Living proof means He is our Master. And every day, from this day out, because I know that He has me and He has my plan, I will live for Him. I will be faithful to Him. I will love Him. And as I love Him, I'm going to love others. I want you to stand with me. Living proof is to be intentional in discovering. It's intentional in developing. It's intentional in deploying the message of Jesus Christ. On every head bowed and every eye closed. Today, you say, Pastor Scooter, I am in this room. And something you have said, something that you have said has sparked my heart. Today, before I entered, I didn't believe, but today, I know that God is real. I know that God loves me. I know God is for me. Today, you say, Pastor Scooter, I've never accepted Jesus as my personal Savior, but today, I want to declare before all men, that he is my God. Today, I accept Jesus. I want you to raise your hand. Anybody in this room? Yes. Yes. Anybody else? Say, Jesus, I am yours. Yes, yes. Come on. He is here. He is here in our midst right now. Yes. I want you to say this after me. Say, Father, forgive me. Lord, I accept your plan. I accept your purpose. I accept your will. But most importantly, I accept your love. And from this day forward, I will live for you. I will proclaim your message. And I will share my story. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Give God praise. We're His. He's ours. He loves us. He loves you. He loves me. He loves the ones we haven't told yet. He loves you while you're just getting started. He loves you at the beginning of your journey. He loves us in the middle of our journey. He loves us in a new season. Amen. Somebody say it's a new season. Father, right now, I thank you. I thank you for these ones who have said, I want Jesus. I want his love. 
And as the worship team comes to lead us in a closing celebration of praise, I want you to praise the Lord. I want you to know that God is for you. I want you to know that we're here to work and do life together. We don't do life alone. Hear me. We don't do life alone. That thing that you feel in this, in this place, this is called a church, a sanctuary, a place where God abides. Because the Bible says our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. He dwells in our heart. And when we feel something, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit of God saying, hey, I want you to feel my love. I want you to know what it feels like. You know, come here a minute, Ugo. Come here. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Word of God truly permeates our heart and changes our mindset so we can walk in victory. So today, if something in the message spoke to you, I want you to invite Jesus to be in control in a new way, in a broader way, in a total way. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, I invite you right now, I invite you right now to take control of my life. I thank you, God, that you are forgiving me of sin. You are helping me to walk in a new, right relationship with you. And Jesus, from this day forward, I give all of my heart to you, all of my steps to you. And I trust that with your help, Jesus, I can walk in victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So, Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf, I pray the Holy Spirit that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God in the midst of anxiety and turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thinking and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me. I want you to send me an email. Click on the link. Write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org. And know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.